I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to uh, another episode of Ranker Holdings. I said the football show, a post Christmas edition, a pre New Year's Eve edition, a pre college football playoff edition. Um, hopefully, uh, getting rid of this podcast is not in your goals for 2023 uh, when you watch yourself <laughs> and you say that. Uh, you're going to get rid of something. You're going to change. Uh, this is a educational podcast. It's a motivating podcast. This podcast is going to help you be a better person. So, when you are getting rid of your baggage from 2022, hopefully, when you are, you know, retweeting the meme of the girl walking up the stairs with all the stuff falling oh, good Lord. for the seventh oh year God. in a row. Hopefully, oh, Lord. we are still in the <laughs> As always, I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. How's it going, man? You know, it's a day. It's been a long day. I feel like I say this all the time. You know, we I think we record on the worst possible day to record. Because there's like always oh, what, something Sunday? to do. Yeah. I mean, today's not Sunday, yeah. but like in general. I mean, yeah, but. I just feel like there's always something to do on Sunday. And so it's like by the time we record, it's like, man, it's been a long day. Um, yeah. <laughs> today I was in Canton and I had to, uh, Oof. yeah, I went to go see, because I couldn't go on Christmas Eve because of the storm. So right, I, had to, right, I went to go right. see my family and exchange gifts and stuff like that. Uh-oh. So right. it was fun, uh, but it was long, you know, it's um Doing, I do it often. I, okay, often is the wrong word. I do it enough, but down the back to Canton is always dirty. Like, there's it's a, no um, you no, know, like I, I swear, long car rides, at least to me, are draining. Especially if I'm the one driving. And I'm always the one driving. Right. That's why I. That's why I truly just don't ever want to do a road trip. But that's just me. I, I think I, we've talked about this before. Yeah, I love road trips. I like to drive. I like, right. you know, to be in the car. But it is, it's, and I think, like, you don't really think about it because, like, oh, you're sitting down. But, like, the mental load of driving, of, like, making sure that no it's one a you and you don't hit someone up, it is very tiring. So, like, after a while, it's, you're just like, hey, bro, uh, <laughs> I need a nap. Yeah, that or, like, I just need to, I, I need to stretch my legs. Like, it, sitting, sitting in that position. For a long time, it's just it's it takes a lot. At least to me, I, I just hate it. I hate driving. Yeah, I, I like, always have, always will. I like driving, and it takes a lot out of me. So it's not you yeah. know anything. Yeah. If you don't, I hate like the driving, whole. Just... Yeah, I hate the whole premise. It's like when when you when you with your girl, you supposed to be the one driving because it's like wow, I truly hate driving, and like I to show chivalry, I have to do that. It's crazy. 
I can do everything else. Can I like my thing is like, can I do literally everything else but that? Like, I, I please, <laughs> I don't want to drive all the time. Yeah, I have to remind um, my girl that like, just because I like to drive doesn't mean I want to drive all the time. And so it's like there are times where like I do like you got to do it, and like I actually like, drive like once every couple of months. Please just say yes. Like I know you don't like, want to. That's why you don't do it. But like I like I'm right. clearly not trying to do it right now. For the first time in like two months. Like help me out. Help me help you. Right. Right. Help me. <laughs> like <laughs> hey, please. No, nah, it yeah. I I just hate it. I, I remember I had to drive to West Virginia once. I was like, Oh my god, never again. I just won't do it. Yeah, that's like a three-hour drive. I I make that drive. No, I had to do it from I had to do it from Cleveland. So it should still be three hours. Well, where were you going in West Virginia? Uh, I I really can't even fully remember. Wherever the um, like wherever like they have like um places where you can go where you can go like rock climbing. Um, like, that, that like could, water that could and stuff literally like. be anywhere in that state. <laughs> exactly. So, so, like, um, the place I, in the country with mountains and a river. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. So I, I don't know where, but like, it took forever. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> that's 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 hilarious. I'm not mad at you, honestly. It'd be throwing me um, off. People be like, oh, I drive to Florida all the time. Florida. <laughs> No, <laughs> my my max is twelve. Like twelve before it's like all right, I'm tired. Twelve so hours run off the road. Yeah, I promise yeah. you, my max is five. Five hours is my max. Being in Ohio, well, maybe not so much from Cleveland. If you were back, if you were still in Columbus, you can get a lot of places in five hours. Yeah, so that's still my that's, max. That's not that's not bad. Chicago from Columbus is my max. Yeah, that's five. You can also yep. get around New York in five. You can get pretty close to New Jersey in five. From Columbus? Yeah. Or am I making that up? Was New Jersey seven? You might make, be making that up. I think it's eight hours I just, regardless. I just <laughs> drove to I don't know wherever you're coming from. I just drove to New Jersey last summer. Mm. I have to just gotta so I, I I gotta check, but um, I think that's I think that's more than d- definitely five. Oh, you're right. It's eight. I made that. Up. Oh. I made that. Up. You can get the. Uh, it's definitely eight. Yeah. Oh well, whatever. Yeah. I'm lying. I'm lying <laughs> on this show. Um, yeah. <laughs> and in 2023, I uh will try not to lie to you all so much. That was a lie. He's already starting off that. I'm not starting anything off because it's not the new year. You're right. You're right. You got what, five days? Five Six days. days. Five days to become a better person. I think I can right. do it. I think I can do it. Did he step out? Ooh. Okay. Nah. Um, all right. How was your Yes, album? he did. How was uh... uh? It was pretty good. Yes, he did. It was actually pretty good. Um, My nephew got me a Lakers hoodie. 
pretty did, nice. Did he? Yeah. I don't know where he got this money from. Seeing that he is ten months know. old, but I, I appreciate it. Keep balling. I, I need to get my nephew a check. My nephew ain't give me nothing. We're gonna have to have a conversation. Uh, hey, we, yeah, <laughs> somebody, somebody, have to get him in shape. Yeah, he uh, he's slipping on his pimping. Cause yeah, honestly, because I, I, I got him two gifts, so it's like you could. Ooh, ooh. Wow. Could, not even a card that said thanks, ne- uh, Uncle. Nothing. Nah, nothing. That's great. Nothing. So it's crazy. Mm. You know, he did. Uh, ungrateful. It seems. Uh, who, you're going to have to check in. Who's raising these 10 month olds now? We losing no recipes, training. man. <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't. We didn't really dope, do. Though. Yeah, we didn't really do too much because we're going on vacation, so that's our gift, uh, right? Which is good because right. I didn't have to buy a lot of gifts. I just bought gifts for kids, basically. I got something for my sister, my brother, and then my uh, my niece and my nephew. So, right. pretty much. I got I got something for my uh, mother and father, and I got something for my sister, of course, and my nephew. Stuff like that. Yeah, stuff. Uh, I asked my brother. What he wanted, because you know he he's eighteen now, so we're old, and um his his birthday's around Christmas and Christmas came up, but this man said something extremely expensive, so he got nothing for me because he's wilding. <laughs> yeah, like come on now, no, my brother Loki wilding. He lucky I had the money because he asked me for a video game. I was like, cool, that's not bad. I can do that, and then yeah. he sent me the video game on Prime. Like, on uh, uh, Black Friday. So it was right. super cheap. And I was like, that's even better. I'm going to get it when I get paid. By the time I got paid, he no longer wanted the video game and one of the pair of shoes. <laughs> it's so much worse. <laughs> the, the price range in that. Totally oh, it definitely is. It totally definitely like it went from like and it's an expensive video game so it went from like a 70 dollar video game that i could have got for like 45 dollars around right. black friday to a 160 dollar right. pair of shoes and i'm just like he almost put a whole hunt <laughs> what are we doing here <laughs> like how, like you you're not even in the same bracket <laughs> Yeah, he would have like, got that video game. Like we, went up, <laughs> we we went up tax brackets now. <laughs> like I don't know, is he lucky? Like I I got it because like um, I don't typically get him things for Christmas. Um, right. Because okay. We weren't. We, you know, it be, it's hard, bro. We still getting this adult thing going, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like, hard. So it's like, you know, I'm finally in a place where I can do it. it like, he just right. turned 18, you know, a lot of stuff going on, whatever. I made it happen. But now it's like, dang, did I set a bad precedent? Because if he asked me for $160 pair of shoes next year, we going to have to box. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you... Because I promise you, you, you know what, look, 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 look. This is because my, my brother was like, I want a camera. And I didn't respond. Uh-huh. Like, I just... 
<laughs> Don't they start like, at like three hundred dollars minimum with no attachments? <laughs> thank you. You thank go, you. You go buy a like, camera just... with no lens. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm not even gonna respond to this. So I'm like, <laughs> like this nigga. This nigga's not serious. Like, get, get, get <laughs> that was a very un. That was a, be be for real. Like <laughs> BFFR. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, come on now. That's, I, just, that I was like, funny. nope, not responding to that. <laughs> you ain't getting nothing. <laughs> I, I, he, I, was, I was like, he's obviously not taking this serious. So I was like, he gets nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now you had to teach him a lesson on Christmas. Bruh, he was already getting, he was like, because at first, the, the first message was, dad and my mom already got me uh, everything I wanted, apparently. Oh, cool. And he was like, cool, easy. So easy then he was enough. like, and all He's like, all I wanted to do was like paint my room and change something up, and Dad's gonna do that uh, with me. So we're all good. I was like, but he's like, but I do want a camera, and I was like, oh, see, started like, <laughs> off right. You want, you want one of them little like completely. You want one of them little. I was, like, I was with you in the first half. snap cameras, <laughs> them little like the ones that come man has the same iPhone colors. as me. It blew me off because he has the same iPhone as me, and Boy, I was like, you, you got a camera. <laughs> You got a thousand dollar camera, cause that's why it's so expensive. It ain't that expensive to text once a week. Like, how many people you even text? You ain't never sent enough text messages for the price of your phone. So you you pay for the camera. Not even a little bit. And then what blows me off, cause it's like we went out to dinner for his birthday. This man had on two diamond chains, and I was like, I literally sat down. And was like, where you get those? I was like, this nigga asked me for a camera. It has diamond <laughs> chains on? Diamond chains I was like, oh, that's right. He doesn't have to pay anything. I was like, because then I looked over, I was like, you pay your phone bill? He was like, no. I was like, all right, yeah. Nah. <laughs> Boy, I know I have no diamond chain when I was 18. 18 diamond chains. I was like, I hate this thing. Actually, personally, I still don't have a diamond chain because I really like diamonds. But I have a real gold chain at 18. <laughs> no, I got a real one now, but I ain't had that. Like you couldn't, you could not I mean, wear it to the shower. But, you couldn't wear but, it to the pool, and if you wore it too much, it was green. It was green. But the thing is, is like even, even I thought about it. Like even now, their haircuts are better than ours. Like they got better barbers. <laughs> like, it's, it's just not. Hold it's hold it's just totally different. Hold on. Have you seen that picture of Muhammad Ali's nephew, uh, grandson? No, you haven't. Uh-uh. All right, we can go back and forth. Speaking of uh, barbers, I have to cheat on my barber because he had the nerve to go on vacation, and I'm going on vacation. So, like, am I not supposed to look nice on vacation because you on vacation? Right. I hope so. My thing is, is like this weekend I'm supposed to come down there. Um, and I'm hoping my barber down there is there. But I've been looking on Instagram. Who is your barber down here? Um, my boy Crumbs. But it, it don't look like he's there. I was, it, it, him and his girl look like they definitely not in Ohio. Oh and my it, I'm, god! <laughs> and I'm so nervous. <laughs> like, like, like what are we? What are we doing here, bro? <laughs> like, y'all oh, know, no. y'all have a you. No, first of all, nobody told you to be a barber. But now you have a responsibility. You do, because you're not letting nobody know. I got to look right on the holidays. Because I just, I literally, I'm like talking through Instagram. I'm like, 
they look like, that look like a hotel. <laughs> it's like it's like come on now, like what are we do? What are we? What are we doing here? You're not living up to the responsibility of a barber, bruh. You off work? You raising you your kid? About? You happy? I thought cutting my hair made you happy. Well, it's just it's just I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, the reason why? So the reason why I wanted to bring this up. You talked about haircuts. Not only does yeah. he look exactly like his granddad, he got yeah, the same, same haircut. haircut. Same haircut. Just that's, like not that. that. that's not a positive. That's not a positive. Because they <laughs> was rounding them things in the 70s and 80s, boy. Why Why? <laughs> why is haircut rounded? It's 2022. Layla Ali, you wrong for that. You wrong. You she, wrong. She definitely you wrong, wrong for that. that. Why he look like he a teenager in freaking nineteen seventy five? The barbers, barbers been doing physics with uh <laughs> with Clippers for the past like decade. She ain't shit. He that boy ain't seen that boy ain't seen Clippers. She, that that boy ain't seen it. Uh, she doing it. I promise you, she doing it. <laughs> I used to cut my dad's hair. We can tell. <laughs> we, we can tell. She the one doing it. Listen. I used to do my dad's lineup. He's like, you don't have to do it yourself one day, so you got to learn. That's that's yeah, weird. No. Like, no, hey, man, like, they, they are twins, but, like, please get the, the sharp corners. Like, like, get that boy a fade, man. Like, <laughs> and that picture, that, that picture, look, his haircut looked like that picture should be in black and white. Right. <laughs> <laughs> His hair could look like he grow up saying, "Ain't no sunshine." Oh, that's she's right. gone. Bruh, that's not that's not even right. I know he'd be on. I know he he go to school and be like, "Why?" Hey, hold on, hold on. So nowadays, when kids get taken out of school, right? And they Good. uh they they get they go to the doctor's appointment. I sw- I know I bet you some of them be coming back with a haircut. Like they might drop them off at the bar before they go back to school. That is genius. It would be. I might do that for my kids. I, <laughs> I might if I had if I had a kid if I had a son I just might go to the dentist get a haircut. Might as well. Yeah. Not get come back fresh trip. with me. Come back fresh with fast food and a fresh cut. Oh, listen. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. I just had to, I had to send that to you because that was hilarious. That's I started, insane. It's like, Come on, bro. Like, that's the like, that's. I, and the thing is, like, I'm mad don't that brown bar- no more, bro. Like, no, because I'm, I, I'm mad that we didn't have that. But there would be, I'd be damned if I had a kid and would get taken to a barber who's doing late nineties, early two thousands haircuts. I'd be damned. That brother still don't know. How we've to come play. too far. His, his fade is one line. It's short. Yeah, bro. Long. Like it's it's not even. There's no. Uh, what is it? A crescendo. Nothing. It, it, and it, and it don't even. It you know how like when you get a if if it's been a while since you got because it's obviously it's been a while since he's had a haircut, but you could tell that yeah. that it was fresh at like it used to be something uh-huh. that used uh-huh. to be nothing. <laughs> that that's the that's the same haircut he had. That that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, we need to stop talking about him before he beat us up. Because I know he can. No, for real, for real. He got to or at least her, fight no. for his life in school. <laughs> no, he don't even. <laughs> nah, it's gonna be hurt. 
She gonna beat us up. <laughs> they both can buy. I don't want none of them problems. I don't want to see either one of them. To be completely honest with you, <laughs> not I don't at all. See these are all. These are just jokey jokes. I don't want even to see her or Muhammad Ali the third. Even though <laughs> she not she not right for taking him to whatever barber. She not right. She she definitely she not right herself. Where is, where is his father at? What does his hairline look like? If, if anybody else in that, if ain't no way. If any, if literally, if a singular other person in that family has a crisp lineup, it's a wrap for the whole family. Like, why y'all let that boy walk around like that? Because I know, because I know she don't let her man walk around like that. Is she, yeah, she don't let her man walk around like that. Ain't no way. So, how dare she? How dare she? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm upset. It's the holiday. Anyways, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna have to cheat on my brother this week because I'm not about to be looking like Muhammad Ali all on my way down. Like I'm supposed to go out. I'm supposed to go out somewhere fancy and stuff, I and mean, I'm like, y'all gonna play me? Like y'all really gonna play me? At... That is none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> Said, I'm going out. I'm going out somewhere fancy. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> Me, myself, and I. <laughs> you were, you were, you yourself and I would be at home with some Wingstop watching football. Don't fucking lie to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? The crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, I can't even do that. Wingstop betrayed me a few days ago, <laughs> like last week. It was last week. Wingstop betrayed me. They, they betrayed Y'all, I had, I swear I had food poisoning. I, I bet. They're not good wings. What are you doing? I have, I, look, bro, I have never had a problem. I've never had a problem. I understand that people, like, I can understand why people don't mess with them, but I've never had a problem. That's, that's Until crazy. that day. Yeah. <laughs> Until that day. It was going to catch up with you eventually. You was eating too much. Bruh. Killed me. Oh, man. Okay, we just we wasted enough time. Let's get into the show. Uh, we're talking about two things today. We're talking about very quickly about the recruiting rankings, and then we're talking about the semifinals. We're talking about the two biggest games of the year, two games that I'm not going to get to watch. I'm going to have to record, and it seems like Dante might miss part of one since he's um, going somewhere fancy. Who's paying? Are you paying? Oh, come on now. You, you know the old, you know how it go. We should go out somewhere. <laughs> It'd be her idea. <laughs> I hate that, bro. I hate that. <laughs> like, we, It'd be her we idea. Can, <laughs> we, can you, go. we should go somewhere. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> should we? <laughs> Who paying for this? <laughs> Ask that every single time. You can't just do nothing nice. See, that's not what you said. That's, that's all I just wanted to. I just asked who was paying for it. That, that wasn't. That wasn't. Sometimes I like to be. I, sometimes I like to be told, "Look, bruh, like, can you, I want to go out and you're paying." You okay, gotta, you gotta change. You gotta change the wording. Like, can you take? Yeah, that like, like, don't, like, like, don't, like, don't, don't do this. We should go out because, like, I like if I say Dante, we should go out. We just going out. We go. We kick, we kicking. We doing something. Like you got to change the word. And can you take me out? Like can you? Mm-hmm. You know, because we <laughs> like you got this. Fan, you you got this fancy night out. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> That's crazy. That's you getting swindled. <laughs> All the, 
Let us Look, try. It happens to the best of us all the time. Yeah. You're married. <laughs> like, fair. Yeah. 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 You literally, you literally got on one knee and was like, "Can you swindle me for the rest of my life?" That's that. That was not <laughs> in the message <laughs> that I said. <laughs> but, but at least the difference is, I know what I know what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I get it. You get swindled by random people just out of nowhere. Just like, hey, you it's, it's, it's not random. They're not random people, but again, it's just, you know. <laughs> you, you know how old it is. And not your life. <laughs> Man. So the recruitment rankings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, recruiting, recruiting has ended for the time being. The three-day window for early signing period, which is really just regular signing period, has ended. Most people's class are full. There may be a couple people, a couple recruits out there, but in most places, most people's class, uh, classes are full. Teams are now focusing on their last bowl games, and they're going to get as many of these kids as possible as early enrollees. So we just want to take a quick second and go over the recruiting rankings in the Big Ten, see how the guys did. And I hate to tell you that many – Many of these teams did not not do that well. Um, I guess we should be surprised, honestly not surprised. But should we really be? At least I'm we, not. No, I'm not surprised. that surprised. No, no. I, yeah. There, there are a couple things that absolutely surprised me though. Like the like the number of commitments surprised me on a couple. It's like, did you even try? <laughs> <laughs> like, <coughs> what are we doing here? Oh like, did you God. put in any effort? So anyway, <clears throat> one through fourteen. Oh no, I mixed. I messed this up. Uh, hold on, I'm almost there. Not not entirely. <clears throat> uh, I wanted to. I wanted to include something, and that's where I, I messed up. I wanted to actually do one through sixteen because the recruits uh, on these other teams are going to play in the to be played. Yeah. Like when they actually get a chance to like, you know, start and, and, and do some of that, they're most likely going to be in the Big Ten. So let me update that a little bit, just slightly, and then we can get going. Gotta add USC and UCLA. See how how they fared as well. Um so as expected. <clears throat> oh actually I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. I wanna add, as expected, Ohio State finished with the best class. Like, uh, it, it was going to be that way. It's going to continue to be that way. The only one that really has a chance to out-recruit Ohio State is USC, and that's not going to happen immediately. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised with where they're at. I did think that they would be a little bit better because, like, this isn't his first year on the job anymore. So, like, I thought that his second recruiting class, which would be this one, would actually be, like, I don't know about much. No, no, I I think it's safe to say much better than this, and it wasn't. So, I don't really know what that means. I don't really know what happened there, (coughs) but it was a decent class. It's just not special. It's not spectacular. It's not what I I thought was going to happen from them. Um, Anyway. Well, they did fold at the end there, so that might play a part. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I, you know, a lot of people who follow recruiting more than me say that, like, 
individual wins and losses don't typically affect recruiting that much, not on the whole. Hmm. But, you know, whatever. So, anyway. I feel like championship uh, success, whether that's conference uh, or uh, NCAA. It depends because Michigan's recruiting didn't get better after they won the Big Ten and beat Ohio State and made the playoffs. So it just depends. Like, it's, it's not consistent either way, um, whether it's success or lack of – like, consistent lack of success, right, or, like, changing from lack of success to success definitely has a slight jump, but it's not, like, a, it's not a consistent thing, something that you can kind of bet on, per se. Like, again, uh-huh. with Michigan, they didn't have a, a, a major jump after they won the Big Ten and made the playoffs. Um, and they won the Big Ten second year in a row and made the playoffs, and their class isn't great. So it's not bad in the general scheme of things, but, like, it's not spectacular. Um, so, anyway, <coughs> Ohio State finished uh, first in the Big Ten. They were sixth in the country. Uh, six is kind of low for them, but they had 20 commits total. And here are the people in front of them, 28, 27, 23, 26, 25. They have the third highest individual player rated ranking behind Alabama and Georgia. If you don't know what that is, that is the average of all of your players together. The higher it is, the better the players you have. Right, right? So they have the sixth class overall, but they have the third highest average ranking, and the classes in front of them all have at least three more commits than them, which helps with the math. Um, right. Penn State finished second with at 14. USC finished third at 15. Michigan finished 17th, finished fourth at 17th. Those are, the again, the four best teams in the Big Ten. Um, when USC comes in, shouldn't be any surprise. Although, again, I'm surprised that USC is not in the top ten and ahead of Penn State. I don't think that I would bet on that every single year, but – I just don't think USC had a good class for them because you have to think what Lincoln Riley was doing at Oklahoma. He was getting top 10 classes, top five classes, and you should be able to recruit better at you in California than you can in Oklahoma. So not a great class. He's definitely going to have to um, do better. But the one thing about USC that's interesting, they had like five five stars. They had a five-star quarterback, wide receiver, and I think a five-star safety. So they are pretty top-heavy, but, like, the bottom of their class, where the majority of your players come from, not good. So they need to work on that. Um, Michigan State comes in at five, at 25 in the country. Nebraska at six, at 28 in the country. That is shocking. Uh, Matt Rule. Whoa, actually, yeah. Matt Rule put his foot in that recruiting class, um, and that's going to be interesting. Like, I, like, are they going to stay here, or is this his? Is this his floor, right? Because this is his first class, and he had a couple weeks. If Matt Rule is getting Nebraska into the top twenty-five, top fifteen every year, that's going to be really interesting. That's, that's going to be something to pay attention to. Because I would not be going to Nebraska right Listen, now. Listen, not at all. <laughs> that's just <laughs> not at all. Uh, Maryland, 7, 33 in the country. UCLA, 8, 37 in the country. Um, except for Nebraska, I, I think this is kind of what you expect, right? You expect Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, 
and Maryland to be the top of the recruiting in the Big Ten. USC, you expect them to be the top of the recruiting. UCLA, um, like it's kind of expected. And these are all East teams except for Nebraska. But like right. they weren't here with Scott Frost, so that's definitely definitely going to be something to monitor if they can keep that up. Um, that's so bizarre. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. Um, okay, so UCLA thirty seven. I don't think that's a great class, but they did flip a five star quarterback, and he's going to be really good in Chip Kelly's offense. Iowa is at nine at thirty eight. That's solid. That's pretty solid for them. That's that's thirty eight is probably out recruiting like, out-recruiting, like, their position. Because who the hell wants to go to Iowa? I think 38 is pretty solid for them. Depending on if, with, with, are those defense recruits or offense recruits? Yeah, I, I didn't do a deep dive in their class. I'm going to. Like, I'm going to try to write something up and look at them a little bit more in depth. Um, I did not right. for this. But uh, I think 38 is pretty decent for them. You still want them to be a little better, but I, I don't think I would necessarily complain about that. Um, Northwestern is ten at thirty nine. I think that's good for them because they've been it's like much much lower. Um, <laughs> and on top of that, they have nineteen commits. Like that's that's pretty good because they also weren't getting that many commits. I, I don't care. He's not coming off my list, but at least he decided to do something. I think I bullied him into recruiting because I said he wasn't doing anything. So. Um, you're welcome, Northwestern fans. I, I'll yeah, take it's just, I, that's um, <laughs> that's actually even more bizarre than Nebraska. I just because again that 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 I mean I guess it's like free college, but <laughs> I just can't fathom going to Northwestern over the next schools you're about to say. Um, yeah, unless, uh, unless especially you know, the very next one. Uh, yeah. It's one spot, but Minnesota's at 11 and number 40. There's no way in hell Iowa and Northwestern should be. Uh, I don't understand it. Yeah, that, I'm, I, that I don't get. It's just like, what are you doing, Minnesota? And it's and it's sad because, like, not sad is the wrong word, but it's interesting because, like, you already lost all your super seniors. So there's a good chance that you take a major step back next year anyway. And now you're not right. recruiting better. Cause that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, cause even Northwestern has lost, just lost a lot of super seniors. Cause didn't they have a lot? They were old too. No, right? Northwestern. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Not super senior old, but they were older, which is why it was so they crazy that they were bad. Because that's typically the you know, that's typically the the quote the, the the year where they do pretty good. Yeah, you know? but that's so I'm just I'm I'm very I'm very confused. I just, I don't know. And there's no way in hell I'm going to Northwestern. But that's just me. I guess it's like I can go there, shine for a bit, get my numbers, and then leave. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you say so. But if that's the case, I feel like you could have just went to Minnesota. Literally. Um, and you're probably going to win more games. Um, Illinois is 12 at 47. Uh... I'm not I, – I don't want to comment on that too much. I, I don't know where Illinois should be recruiting. I still I, don't I, think that, Northwestern and Iowa should be above them. But, like, no. I don't know. But I, I, I that kind of makes yeah, sense. Yeah, this, this point, this is still a slow – again, because with Illinois is that they're ahead of the curve. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so. and it's it's still about development. It's about who you get. And one thing with Illinois, right. they have two four-stars where a lot of these teams don't have any – 
Um, so that's like they mm. did get some decent players or whatever. So uh, right. we'll, okay. we'll see. I, I wouldn't want to keep seeing them at 12, right, for the future. But, like, for this year, I don't know if there's enough to say if that's positive or negative. Uh, but they're in the top 50, so I think that's fine still. Um, at least, at a bare minimum. Rutgers is at 55. That's disappointing because Seattle's been there for a while, and New Jersey is actually a decent kind of place. And for, like, the first time ever, like, not saying that they should have wanted to go to Rutgers, but like, for the first time ever, there were, like, really good players up there. Like, not just yeah. in New Jersey, but, like, in Massachusetts and, and New England and some of those places. And New Jersey's much closer than kind of where some of those team players went. And, again, this is going on year four maybe of him being back it's definitely year three but possibly <clears throat> possibly year four from being back and so it just seems like they're going downhill and that's not a positive sign because if he can't be successful there who can yeah I, yeah it's it's very worrying uh maybe hopefully they can uh turn it turn it around next year and not be this low because again like all these schools, Rutgers, uh, next you have, uh, was it Wisconsin, Purdue? Like, yeah, no, I, I just, it, some of these, the Rutgers and, 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 and Illinois should be definitely ahead of Iowa and Northwestern. Just, just on like, because I don't see how Iowa is, is convincing people to come there. Just don't play alone. Yeah. Unless you're a defensive player. Like, hey, we're going to turn you into a stout defensive player and probably send you to the NFL. I, I couldn't tell you. It makes no sense to me. Um, Wisconsin is at fourteen fifty-seven in the country. I don't think this matters. They have 14 commitments. I, I, th- I think that this is the coaching change. Um, yeah. They got hired pretty late, and I just don't think they had the time to recover. So I'm, I'm really not that mad at that. Um, same thing with the next one. Purdue is uh, 15. They're 67 in the country. I think that's the coaching change. They have 13 commits. So it's just like 13, 14 commits. People just didn't know about you. They, they weren't sure. You had some decommitments. You didn't get the – you don't like – Wisconsin doesn't even have their full staff yet, and neither does Purdue because right. Purdue got hired even later because Purdue got hired – when the cycle had cooled, but then Louisville's coach jumped to Cincinnati. So right. <laughs> I, I just don't really have a comment on those. Those ones, they're going to just have to hit very heavy in the transfer portal. They're going to have to hit very heavy in um, – they're going to have to hit very heavy in any of the recruits who are still out there who haven't committed yet and see if they can flip any of them. And this is just going to be kind of a wash. What happens sometimes with new coaches, you can't really be mad at that. The one you can absolutely be mad at because it's not a new coach, even though it should be, coming in <laughs> last place, Indiana. Indiana is last I place. Just, I, I just They're seventieth how... in the country. They had a full recruiting cycle. They didn't lose any coaches, anything. They have thirteen commits. How the hell does that happen? I just don't get it. I just... How does that? Ha- Did you try? Like, like, <laughs> seriously, did you try? Yes I or just, no? I don't understand. Like, again, Northwestern, how did you? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, it, they, this is just another reason why he should be fired. I, I'm saying, like, what are, what are we doing it's, here? Like, literally, like, just please on. explain to me, what are we doing here? Why are we here? What, like, why are you doing this? 
please. I, I don't get it. No, help me I help you by it. firing him. Like, I don't, uh, it's just, it's very, very disappointing. It's very disappointing it that they're doing this. It's very disappointing that they are even in this position, um, that they are not trying, that they won't fire the coach, that they won't see the problem and what is going on. Uh, I'm very, I'm just confused and disappointed. And it's just like, I'm not so much disappointed in Tom Allen because I know he sucks, but like y'all didn't see that and fire him. Like it is official. Like there, there are people that I wanted on my list, but it's official. Tom Allen is getting the, the, is getting the Scott Frost treatment. He, he is number one on my list. He's number one on my list, even above the racist old guy. Like he's number one on my list. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just it's like I like I'm on his ass pause like <laughs> I'm like Tom you're on my shit list no, it's, it's time it's time I, I just don't get it I don't understand and, and the most the most annoying part about it right is they have the perfect candidate and the thing is about having the perfect candidate is if he does good again next year why would he go to Indiana if he gets offered by someone else? Because I definitely sure wouldn't. <laughs> but this year, that would be the jump. But if he has another good year at South Alabama, and I'm talking about Kane Womack, who was uh, the defensive coordinator at Indiana, um, and their only year where they were decent, by the way, uh, that mm-hmm. year that they were decent uh, brought two head coaches, uh, Kalen DeBoer is a head coach somewhere on the West Coast, Washington, something like that. I think it actually is Washington. Um, he he revived. It is Washington because that's why my, Michael Penix Jr. went there. He revived Michael Penix Jr.'s career because he Michael Penix right. Jr.'s best year was also with him. So, and then Kane Womack, who is at South Alabama, and, and it's like. If he has another good year at South Alabama, there are going to be other places calling. It's not just going to be you. Get them, get them the year early. Tom Allen has done everything that he could have done, which is not much. They, they don't want to be good. They don't. They just don't want to be they good. They don't. No. And I won't accept that. I can't accept that. <laughs> like, it's just, what are we doing? So, all right, it is what it is. Um, that is the recruiting, 1 through 16. Um uh, do you have any other thoughts? Uh, I, I think that I think that this I, is solid I, I for can't. most of them. Yeah, yeah, it's just I, Northwestern is just blowing. There's <clears throat> <laughs> sixteen, sixteen have a worse re- recruiting class. Yeah. than Northwestern. I don't know what he's telling them kids, but it's gotta be insane. Uh, we're close <laughs> to Chicago, and our facilities are beautiful. <laughs> gotta be that. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> like that's the only thing that you can say. Like, it's, it, we're close to Chicago and our facilities are beautiful. Um, that's gotta be it because everything else doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's gotta be it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so man, time out. I'm, I'm locked in. That that is that is my 2023 New Year's resolution is to get Tom Allen fired. I will be writing Get all the Tom requisite. Allen I will fired. be writing all the requisite articles. I will be sending all the requisite tweets. I will be saying all of the things. Um, any chance that I get to bring it up, I will be. 
I will be looking at his uh, contract <coughs> to see what his buyout is. Like y'all, y'all, y'all know the vibe. Y'all get the vibe. Y'all, y'all saw it, right? Y'all saw it with Scott Frost. It is being repeated, and his name is Tom Allen. So be prepared. As soon as the year crosses over, as soon as this year is done, when we get the offseason content, fire Tom Allen. That's the slogan. Slogan. Logo, Logan, Logan, uh, Logo, Logan. I just did. I did the same thing you did backwards. All right, man. I don't know what's going on with this fucking idiot. (laughs) That's that's the slogan. Fire, 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 Tom Allen. (laughs) All right, so. We're going to take a quick break and then we will be back and we will be discussing the playoffs. We'll be discussing Ohio State versus Georgia, Michigan versus TCU on Saturday, New Year's Eve, bringing in the new year with two hopeful bangers. Um, We'll be right back for the ads. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Landry Holy Land with I-7 Football Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co- uh, co-host, Dante. And for potential, well, not potentially, because we'll have at least one team in the national championship, most likely, for the penultimate time of this season, we have actual football to talk about. And it's not going to be much. There's not much <laughs> left. It's only yeah, two more yeah, games. We already did the bowl games. It's two more games. There's a very, very slim chance that we don't get either of these teams in the championship because unlike most people, I give TCU a pretty good chance to beat uh, Michigan. So yeah. it's possible. We're not hoping for that. Um, but this could potentially be our last real football episode. I'm not doing okay with that mentally. Um, I'm not, I don't like it, but we're, we ball, we ball, we're going, we're going to push forward. We're going to do what we do. You know, we got to, we got to make, make stuff happen. Absolutely. So, uh, which one of these games do you want to start with? Um, oh, it's you, Georgia. Let me just get the, get them out the way. Okay. Yeah, um, we just do it down the line that way. Not get them out the way, but yeah. uh, go down the line. So, first question. Do you give Ohio State any chance to win? Some. 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 If you had to put some, a percentage, what would you put it at? 35. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't think it's too high. I don't think it's too low. Because at, at the end of the day, so I was reading an article, right? And basically, mm-hmm. Ohio Ohio State has has played – Similar defenses to Georgia, not yep. in talent, uh-huh. but in you know statistics, rankings, things like that. And in every single one against Michigan, they've they've done better than what that team was holding people to. But they haven't seen an offense like Georgia's. 
Georgia's offense, Georgia's defense hasn't seen an offense like Ohio State, but they've seen better defenses than Ohio State. So it's this True. matchup where it's like, even like on the field and recruiting statistically strengths, weaknesses, it kind of really aligns for an interesting matchup. Like I understand that Georgia may be the better team. And I understand that Georgia probably has a better coach and they have all the players that, you know, people are drooling over. Ohio State has some of those for sure, obviously, but this is a much better matchup than people think. My biggest concern ultimately is always that Ohio State just doesn't show up because I think their coach is soft and I think that they have taken on his mentality. But if they show up, if they come off the bus with a good game plan ready to play, Georgia comes off the bus with a good game plan ready to play, I genuinely think this could be one of the greatest national championships we've ever seen. Um, or I agree with that. It could be a that. dog shit blowout. But it's only going to be I don't, for Georgia. Like, Ohio State's not going to blow out Georgia. Yeah, I don't think it's going to – if it's going to be a blowout, I don't think it's going to be dog shit. I think it's going to be like – uh, how the Mich- the t- last two Michigan games have gone, where it's like it's been it's been close for a, a good portion of the game, and then, and then in the fourth quarter, two touchdowns happen, and then that's the score. So I could see that because if that happens, like Ohio State has been prone to giving up. So um, yeah, that's that's what that's why I'm saying. Like, because my thing is, is like I think you said ex- kind of the same thing about Michigan and Ohio State when they played that the about the matchup being kind of. A line to make it a good game, whether or not whether or not uh, you wanted Ohio State to win. Yeah, but I think you said it'd be a good matchup. And I think, I think again, this is a really good matchup. But Georgia's a better Michigan. Yeah. So I think that's why I said thirty five percent because I think yeah, it's gonna be a good game. But I do, I do expect at the end, I just don't. I think Georgia's a tougher team. I said this before. I think I think with tough teams, Ohio State likes to give up. When when it's a tough team and they don't and when tough teams that are also good don't just give up against Ohio State, uh, Ohio State likes to give up. They like to be the bully, and when they get bullied, they don't really like it. Yeah, what's most bullied mm-hmm. though? That's what I've been saying yeah. for a while. That they're mm-hmm. bullying. It's just it's um, it is what it is. I wish that I could disagree with that, but I literally can't because I've been saying that myself. Um, I think that there are a lot of interesting things about this, so I'm just going to run down some things and then we can go into some detail and um, different stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So I think that um, one thing that's interesting, right, Georgia's strength is their tight ends. Yep. On defense, one of Ohio State's strengths is their linebackers. Ohio State's weakness on defense is their corners. Georgia doesn't really have good wide receivers. Like, not that they're scrubs, but, like, they don't really scare you. But that's where scheming and uh, placement of uh, players come into play. Because, like, I I haven't seen much of Georgia, but I know they can probably play outside the numbers. I know the people are starting to make tight ends. Tight ends are not not always at uh, at the line anymore. Yeah, they move. So, they move like, especially, re- yeah, especially receiving tight ends. So, if they move their tight end around, that can that. Yeah, your your linebackers are your best part on defense, but that if I could get them away from them, 
then now it's a problem. Yeah, for the majority of it, it's going to be strength on strength, though. But that's what's interesting because it's, in this case, it's strength on strength, weakness on weakness. Wide receivers right. are a weakness, corners are a weakness, linebackers are a strength, tight ends are a strength. Who wins, right? Um, I think that you go down the roster, there's a lot of areas. And I think we may have done this before, maybe on another show. You go down the roster, there's a lot of areas that you would take. Um, Ohio State over Georgia and vice versa, and I think it's a good exercise So to go through really quickly. Like, quarterback is Ohio State, right? Why do receivers right. Ohio State? Running back, probably a toss-up. Maybe you lean Georgia. I don't know enough. I'm going to say I'm gonna say toss-up. I, I, I can't say definitively either way. I I, yeah, I haven't I haven't watched I haven't watched Georgia play. I have. Year. I know, they're I've, running. I've seen I've seen the highlights of that defense, and, and yeah, I've seen the highlights of the defense, and I've seen highlights. Uh, but I haven't watched them play at all. Yeah, this year. Right. I, I just I don't care for Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> um, offensive line. Uh, I don't know. I might give it to Ohio State because Ohio State has Paris Johnson, who's going to be the first tackle off the board. But Georgia has a good offensive line. That's not, you know, a thing. Defensive line, Georgia. Uh, yeah. Linebackers. That might be that might be uh, kind of equal. Yeah, it's – I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I guess you could say Georgia because Georgia's linebacker got – um, You're talking about like uh combined, yeah. Like Georgia's linebacker yeah. was a, one of their linebackers was a finalist for some of the trophies over Ohio State's, but like I think that was just because he played at Georgia. I don't think he's that good. Um, so uh, that's hard. Uh, corners definitely Georgia. Georgia has corners. So each team comes in with some matchups that they have that they like, right? Um, if Ohio State can block, which is hard to do, very much hard to do against their defensive line, you have to really like C.J. Stroud, and you have to really like the wide receivers against the corners, even though they have Keely Ringo, who is a first-round pick. But what do you like more? Do you like Ohio State's wide receivers over uh, Georgia's corners, or do you like the interior of, of, of Georgia's defensive line over the interior of Ohio State's offensive line because the wide receivers can be open all day, but it doesn't matter if Jalen Carter's and CJ Stroud's face the whole time. Right. But but if you and, give them time, and, if you give them time, nobody's guarding Marvin Harrison Jr. Like and that's like that's why I find the matchup so intriguing because it's like you kind of know where it's going, right? Like I, if I was betting money, I would bet Georgia, and I think most people are going to bet Georgia. But there are very clear routes for Ohio State to win the game, and it just sucks that a lot of it solely comes down to who is tougher and who's better coached. And and yeah. those two areas, Actually, yeah. I think Georgia has an abundance over Ohio yep. State, and that yeah. I think is where the game is won and lost. And as I as I've come up with recently, I, I say that I think the game. Is one on the margins, and Georgia's winning the margins. I think they have the better game plan. I think they have the better coach, and I think they have the better strength and conditioning staff. Those three things are probably why they win this game. Yeah, and and they can they can play they play the exact same, or they can play the exact same offense Michigan played, and do it better. So See, the problem with that 
is you can't rely unless you're saying Michigan from last year, which I don't know how much that works because no one's really like out tough the defense in that way. You can't predict that Ohio State's going to give up that many big plays again. Like, even if they played Michigan again the next week, you can't predict that that's going to work. That wasn't an offensive game plan as much as it was Ohio State just, like, shit the bed. So, like, that's the hard part on, like, yeah, they lost, but they lost in a way that's not but really yeah, repeatable. Yeah, but, like, no, I mean the like, the kind of beat up on you, to, like, the, the, the eventual until you, like, not give up, but like your will kind of breaks at some point because yeah, we, like that, like thing lay, Ohio, leaning on you. Yeah, it's the same thing Ohio State does to like Penn State. Penn State will hold it up for a second there, and then eventually, the 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 constant beating there goes a big play or some stupid something they, they they'll call something stupid call or uh, like how uh what was it Notre Dame had a good game plan and then called a safety blitz hmm. at the at at one of the weirdest moments. In the game, and it, it finally broke up. So, like, it's stuff like that is what I mean by how um, Michigan, uh, Georgia plays this same type of game. Yeah, they'll they'll pound on you eventually until you eventually break at one moment. It only takes one moment. Yeah, I like as an Ohio State fan, I need Ryan Day to coach this game like his job is on the line. Yeah, because if he does that. If he's aggressive on fourth down, if he doesn't settle for field goals, if he, you know, doesn't just try to run the ball up the middle to the best defensive interior defensive lineman in the country, like if he's not doing those things, it's like honestly has a chance. But if he coaches like he coached the last two Michigan games, it's a wrap. Like it's, it's going to be it's ugly. I think it's going to get ugly. It's quick. a wrap. Yeah. So what are is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to in this game? I I'm just looking forward to the game. Uh it's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to some college football. Um besides uh my Steelers winning uh NFL football been kind of mid lately. Absolutely. I mean, what was it? I can't believe the Broncos played on Christmas. What a stinker! What way to way to ruin a whole city's Christmas? Matter of fact, they, he ruined the country's Christmas. So like, <laughs> I them uh who who else? It's just uh, I guess the Eagles Cowboys game was actually pretty good. That was a pretty good game, but it's just been kind of mid lately. So, and then I, I'm gonna talk about it in my pit stop. But oh, Chris, Christmas Day with sports was kind of mid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping New Year's is better. Um, if it's not, I'm gonna be very upset. Um, but I don't even know why I said that. Like I'm gonna be watching the games, but I'm gonna have them recorded. I'm gonna watch them later. Right. <clears throat> and I'm absolutely gonna be like checking up on the score and, like, that kind of stuff. So, um, hopefully it's a good slate. There should be some some intriguing games and things like that. But, yeah, I, I think that um, there's a lot of things that I, I really like about this game, uh, a lot of matchups that I really like. I really want to see. So, yeah. I don't know that he will do great because, like, the, the kid is different, right? But I really want to see Donovan Jackson – uh, it's most likely going to be double teams, but I, d- I definitely want to see Donovan Jackson against Jalen Carter because Donovan Jackson mm. 
who was the number one offensive lineman in his class. This is his first year as a starter. He's been excellent. Um, he's gotten some some nods for some uh, things, and uh, he's he's really come on and. He has a chance with a strong year next year to potentially be the first guard taken off the board, like a very, very highly rated recruit. This is going to be the best player he plays. This is like prepare for the NFL. You don't got to win every matchup, but do you win more than you lose? Do you hold up on some? Do you make the extra block, the the crucial play to give CJ Stroud the ability to step up in the pocket? So that is something I'm definitely going to be looking forward to. And and here's the thing. Jalen Carter's a grown man, and he's going to the draft this year. Even if he abuses, right, even if he abuses Donovan Jackson, I'm not going to take that as, like, you know, he's going to be a scrub because, again, first year starter, he's a true sophomore. So it's like he does have some room to grow, but that's something I'm looking forward to. I definitely want to see how Ohio State defends the tight ends. Brock Bowers is nuts, right? Like he is their all-world tight end. Uh, people are yeah. saying he would he would potentially be an All-Pro in the NFL already, like uh, a top five tight end in the NFL. He he can really do everything. It's crazy. They like run the ball with him, pass the ball. He's running deep routes, short routes. He's blocking like dude is everywhere. He's like <laughs> he's like this is a crazy reference. But I can't think of anyone else. He's like the he's like the the perfect combination of uh, Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Like what the Patriots wanted them to do separately, he kind of does together. Because like you like you know you have Travis Kelsey, but he's a wide receiver. You have um, you have he's a the, pretty good. He's an underrated blocker. He's an underrated blocker, but he's not as good as what Brock Bowers is. Um, you oh, have, no, probably not. No, not at So all. it's like, Brock, like you have, uh, who's the guy? You have, um, who's the guy in Baltimore? You have Mark Andrews, but he's not as good as a route runner. Like, he's in that mold, though, right? He's kind of, it's just like, he, I'm not going to say he's a better player or a better prospect, but he's very much going to kind of be in the Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and, and the Kyle Juszczyk, like the guy from George Kittle. He's gonna be. He's in that mode, right? Like where they have a a skill that's higher than one, but they're above average in the other. Because Travis, like you said, Travis Kelsey is a very underrated underrated blocker. So, um, like you know, if he works out, which I can't tell you why he wouldn't. He looks legitimate. Uh, he's gonna be a top ten player in the league, right? So, um, at, at his position. So very excited to see how Ohio State tries to game plan against him, how they try to game plan against Stetson Bennett, who has done everything that Georgia has needed him to be, despite the fact that he's not a spectacular talent. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. But the the I think the key to the game for Ohio State is they have to be able to run the ball. They don't have to be able to run the ball a lot. They don't need to run it 30, 40 times. But when they need to, they just need to make Georgia believe they can. They run have the ball. to. It has to be. It has to be successful runs. It has to take right. up yardage and time. I still yeah. believe they need to play this, where CJ Stroud throws the ball fifty times. But when they run fifty times, yes, the, his arm needs to be tired, boy. I'm telling you, I think that's their best chance of winning is them just throwing bombs. Marvin Harrison needs fifteen needs fifteen looks, fifteen targets minimum. Throw, throw him that thing. Throw it to him. 
15 targets minimum. Um, but when they run the ball, it can't be negative one yard, negative two yards, one yard, two yards, three yards, negative four yards. Like, because if that's the case, they're just going to sell out. They're just going to sell out on the pass, and then you're not going to be able to do anything. Um, I think that's the key. And then I think for Georgia, the key is what you already said. It's just be Michigan, but better. Lean on them. Punch them. Body shots, body blows, and make them crumble. Which is, I hate to say, but if you do it, yeah. they probably will. They haven't shown that they, they just won't. Might. So, any um, final thoughts on that game? Uh, nah, it's just um, I'm excited to watch it. It's gonna be a nice game for uh, New Year's, and I'm definitely gonna watch it. I'm watching all these games. <laughs> you, you, you want how you watch the game and going on your fancy dinner, wherever you're going. Trust me, trust me, trust me. It'll it'll happen. It, it, it'll happen. Okay. Yeah. That YouTube TV travels with me. <laughs> You're a terrible. It's on my phone. See, when <laughs> I do that, it's different because we're about to get married. Where's she going? You going on a date. You trying to impress. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I, I don't got nothing to say to you about that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, <laughs> TCU Michigan. Uh, I am giving TCU a a very fair shot of winning this game, where I think a lot of people aren't. I'm not sure how. I'm much giving them the same amount as I'm giving OSU. Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more of a toss up. I'm at forty five. And, and here's why. Ultimately. Max Duggan is a very good quarterback, and the thing that he has that C.J. Stroud doesn't is toughness and resilience and grit. And it's funny, I followed like I've heard this in a couple different places. It's all over like TikTok. There's this conversation that's being had about C.J. Stroud, where basically, not in his life, the kid has all the resilience and toughness in his personal life, right? The things that he's been through, absolutely. Um, competitive, yes, but the mental toughness and fortitude on the field, right, that, like, make you want to run through a wall kind of thing, that, that kind of, like, that thing, he doesn't really have. Max Duggan does. Did you watch, by chance, the Pac-12 championship game? Uh, Big 12. No, I did not. Okay. I don't know how you missed that. That was one of the best games of the year. He single-handedly got them to overtime. He just took over a drive by himself. 15-yard run, X-yard pass, 20-yard run. Like, just took over, wouldn't be tackled, wouldn't go down, fought through everything, like, put it all on the line for his team. And they did ultimately end up losing on a bad call by the coach because he really just shouldn't have – like, went for it there. He should have just kicked the field goal and went and fought for the next, you know, play, lived to play another day. And he didn't. He went for it on fourth down and they didn't get it. But that's not on the quarterback. I don't think people are giving them enough chance because, like, and, you know, it's like a it's like a thing, right, where, like, you get tired of saying it in sports. Like, he just has that it factor. He just has that thing about him. But this kid does. But unlike most quarterbacks or just players in general where you say they have that it factor that toughness that grit he's also very talented like he can he can throw the ball 
Like he can put he can put he can put something on it. Um, and so also TCU has won games in every way imaginable. They've come back multiple times. Like they, as a team, have showed a toughness and a resilience. Probably taking on from their leadership. Uh, of their quarterback and things like that. They have a first-round pick at wide receiver. Um, pretty solid defense. I think TCU led the country, maybe, in All-Americans on their team. They had a lot of like successful players. So, And, and on the other side with Michigan, it's do you believe that Jake, Jay, Jay, that JJ – is going to do it in the best moments, right? JJ, the brain fart was crazy. <laughs> JJ, in my opinion, JJ still hasn't taken over a game. And so, can he do that at the biggest stage? I'm not saying he, he can't. He has done enough recently for me to give him, for he has earned more credit than what I have been giving him. But I can't elevate him to a level I haven't seen him get to. So if JJ has to win them the game because there's not any Blake Corum, right? He had he he's injured. Donovan but Donovan Donovan Edwards is a stud. Not saying that they're really missing things. Yeah, no, no, but if he... it comes down to JJ versus Max Duggan, I'm picking Max. If it like I'm picking Quentin Johnston. So that's why I give them a 45% chance. I don't think people are counting them out. I don't think that Michigan is – I don't think they're bad, of course, right? I think that they very much deserve to be in the playoffs. That is not at all what I'm saying. I don't think that they're so dominant that as people are making them seem that they can't lose this game. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm giving them – about the same uh chance. The thing is, is like with uh, JJ, I think you're right. He hasn't had to win you a game, but I think he's like did enough to uh take a game to like win the game early and then let your running back and your defense finish it off. Which uh, but you're right. I am taking Max Duggan if it had to come down to the quarterback making a play to win the game. I just think Michigan, all Michigan has to do is just play play the exact same way they've been playing all year. Because do, do what got you here. Do I mean, like, that's really, do, uh, that's all that they can do. But the thing that, can, yeah. that would concern me about that is TCU has had multiple comebacks, right? So is TCU, TCU doesn't project as the team that's going to give up in the fourth quarter like other teams have, right? They wore, I'm like, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that they can't. That's why the game is so interesting. They wore down Penn State. They wore down Iowa. They yeah. wore down Ohio State. They wore down Purdue. Yeah. Can you wear down a team that hasn't been wore down all season? That hasn't given up all season, right? Like, that's the that's their thing. We're going to lay on you until you give up. We're going to we're going to throw body blows. We're going to do this. We're going to do that until you can't take it anymore. But... TCU has taken all the different body blows. They've had not even just comebacks. They've had multiple double-digit comebacks. So even if J.J. does get the lead, right, uh, can they keep it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm true. So. I, don't know. I think true. I think their defense is good enough to keep it, and I think their run game is. I think their run game is good enough to keep it. 
And I think their defense plays physical enough and tackles well enough to uh, keep a lead because if 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 Michigan can tackle Ohio State, and that's been, that's usually one of the biggest problems when it comes to uh, playing Ohio State, is that people just miss and break tackles, or they break tackles all the time, and, and then Ohio State just runs all over them. And I, I feel like Michigan is a great tackling defense where they can uh they can keep they can keep a lead even if it's just three. I think they can do enough they can do well enough to keep a lead. Uh even with TCU's ability to make comebacks. Because I don't think I while yes TCU has played tough teams, I don't think TCU hasn't played a tough team like Michigan. Uh that's fair. Uh I can't say that they haven't and I can't say that they have. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not completely sure, but um, like you said, the, the 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 two best conferences are literally the Big Ten and the uh, and um, SEC. Yes, and it's 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 not even it's not even close. Nope. So, and, and, and Michigan Michigan is the best team in in what one A one B conference in the country. Yes. So, so like it. it, it I, I forgot what I was about to say, but uh, I do think I do think TCU has a chance. I just think Michigan defense is good enough to just keep this keep this where it needs to be. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think that this could potentially yeah. be the first year that there are no blowouts in the semifinals. Yeah, um, both, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's definitely capable for there to be a blowout, but I think that the, the, I think that these are both going to be good games, and I wouldn't be surprised if both of them go down to the last drive, right, or the or or late into the fourth quarter. Even if it ends up being a, a ten point or a two score lead, that it was close midway through the fourth quarter. I, I definitely could see both of those games ending up that way. Um, Ultimately, the impact players on TCU is their quarterback, Max Duggan, and their uh, wide receiver, Quentin Johnson, who, again, could, could he could potentially be the first wide receiver taken off the board this year. Like, he's really good. He's legitimate. Yeah. Um, and then you have Donovan Edwards, who is a stud. Which pisses me off because the stupid Steelers just keep winning games. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Donovan Edwards is a stud. Michigan has the best offensive line in the country. They won the Joe Moore Award. Um, not super impressed with their defensive line. You know, again, their best defensive end had seven and a half sacks. I'm not sure how consistent their pressure is going to be um, on Max Duggan, but very, very excited for this game. I will say, though, that really the key for Michigan they're going to have to blitz. They're going to have to get exotic. Like, if their front yeah, four is not yeah. going to get done, they're going to have to do that. Because if they don't, and Quentin Johnson and Max Duggan get some time, they're going to torture. They'll get, yeah. They'll, uh, they'll get a lot of yardage. They'll get a lot of big plays out of that. And um, I do think uh, Michigan can get, can get some pressure. Again, I haven't watched much of TCU. I did see a little bit of that game, but I didn't have much much. But I don't know. I don't know how well that offensive line can hold up against a Big Ten pass rush. But we'll see. We'll see. I do think TCU. Yeah, like, I definitely think. I think I I like you said. There's a good chance there shouldn't be a blowout. I think the the only blowout game, if there's going to be a blowout game, it'll probably be the Ohio State 
Georgia game, if there is going to be one, I don't think Michigan TCU is going to be a blowout. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. I think it might be like four points. As much as it, at the most, as much as I don't want to agree with it, I definitely have to agree with that fact. Um, yeah, it's probably going to end up being that way. Side note, yeah, <clears throat> really quickly because podcast. Uh, sorry, uh, football game. Austin Eckler's on my fantasy team. Same. I stopped looking at my fantasy team three weeks ago because I went on mm. a five-game losing streak because everyone yeah. on my team is injured on injury yep. reserve. Yep. I looked at it the other day, and I'm blowing out someone. I didn't. I didn't touch. I did not touch my roster. I'm blowing yeah. out someone, and I'm going to be in the championship game next week. Don't ask me how. Wait. <laughs> Don't ask me how. Like, I expected to be in a loser's bracket. I'm not. And I'm blowing them. I was blowing them out. I have a 99% win percentage because Austin Eckler is one of my biggest performers, and he hadn't he hadn't played yet. Oh, yeah. And I was I'm already probably, winning, probably. like, pretty heavily. And I'm just like, I know. this is why fantasy is stupid. Because how the hell am I winning? And I haven't checked this in literally months. I, I, it's, I, I'm up 134 to 101 right now. <laughs> I, and he has nobody my, Wow. My, uh, fantasy, my fantasy team, I'm like 9 and 4 in winning one league, and I'm up almost 100 points, so I'm good there. And I think Austin Eckler is on that team. And, oh, I'm I'm terrible in another league. I'm four and ten in another league. <laughs> I'm four and eleven. I'm oh, yeah. I'm seven and seven in this league, but I started out like five and two, and then went on like a five game losing streak because my entire team got injured. Like look at yeah. let's look to the people who quarterback injured, wide receiver injured, oh. two wide receivers injured. Like Jamar Chase missed half the year. Uh, Debo Samuel's out. Crystal, I, I have four injured wide receivers right now. Oof. I had nothing but injured running backs. And then, like, in the league where I'm 4-10, about to be 4-11, um, I didn't expect uh, Matthew Stafford to be complete dog shit. <laughs> I didn't expect um, Tom Brady to com- to be complete dog shit. Um, and then I had another you. quarterback. Play- oh, Aaron Rodgers, complete dog shit. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. And then all the other quarterbacks were gone by the time I noticed that everybody decided to be washed or complete <laughs> dog shit. So like, I'm going to be terrible without a good quarterback. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about quarterbacks, honestly, because uh-huh. the things that I had to do to get a quarterback who could who could just who – could, who could play. Yeah. Like, like, not even, like, be good. Just, like, be on the roster – so that they could get me a couple of points. It's crazy. Anyway, um, so so give me your final, give me your predictions. Uh, you can do score if you want to, but who is who? What is the national championship? I think the national championship game is is a rematch of last year's game, Michigan uh, Georgia. Uh, that is that is correct. But I'm not doing oh. it. Oh. I can't do it. Okay. I'm so the national it, championship. Was it a rematch? Is gonna is be it, Ohio it a rematch? State. 
Okay. I I just have to. I have to so convince the national, myself the national that championship I is going to a big ten team. Yes, regardless. Yes. Okay. I have okay. to convince myself that I believe that that is what's actually going to happen, and I am convincing yeah. myself that I believe that that is actually what's going to happen. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. I do. Um. But. Uh, I just like again. I, I I I do remember Georgia putting a complete butt whooping on Michigan last year, and I think that while I think the offense is better from last year, the defense isn't. But Georgia's offense is definitely better than last year, so they do have the ability to put on a butt whooping. For sure. So, we'll see. We'll see. Either way, I'm not mad at it though. I'm not mad at it. Either way, um, it's. I'm just hoping, with everything I got, just hoping that none of them are blowouts and that it's just good football. Because ultimately, that's all you want. You just want good football. Mm-hmm. And hey, it's a win-win for me because if Ohio State gets blown out, we're a step closer to Ryan Day being fired. So, because <laughs> <laughs> he's embarrassing me. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, let's get out of here. It is currently 1043. Uh and I've been up since 8 a.m., so I would like to Same. wrap this up. Um, pit stops. My pit stop is that Ohio State's wide receivers, legends, uh, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson <laughs> are both doing something that has rarely ever done, and I don't know that it's ever been done, that two players in the same school season, two players in the same season from the same school in the same class have done it. The only thing that may stop it is Chris Olave was injured this week and last week, so I don't know if he's going to play next week, but Chris Olave is like 50-ish yards away from a 1,000-yard receiving season as a rookie, and Garrett Wilson is literally four yards away. His next catch is going to put him over a 1,000. Um, oh, it damn. is very rare if you follow football, if you follow wide receivers, that you would know this. It is very rare for wide receivers to have a thousand yards in the rookie season. Some of the best ones get close. They get to seven fifty. They get to eight ninety. Some of them even like nine twenty five. But it is just, it is very wide receiver is one of the hardest positions to transition to from college to the league. The rules are different. They're more physical. The players are smarter. They're taller. They're longer. They're faster. Um, some of them can run the routes better than you can run them. So for any rookie wide receiver to have a thousand yards in a season is great. That is a huge success. But for two of them from the same school to do it, that yeah. is crazy. And, and for me, I think. Go ahead. I, I I do think that's probably to be the first time this is ever gonna happen because I don't know how often um, players at the same position from the same school go into this to the draft at the same time. I think LSU did it. I think both of their no are their wide receivers in different classes. I think they're different classes. Yeah, and I don't even remember if both of them got a thousand yards their first season. Um, I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure Justin Jefferson did. I don't remember if Jamar Chase did or not. Jamar Chase definitely did. He did? Okay. So yeah. did, and they're definitely different colors. Did Alabama's wide receivers class. come in the same class? Any of them? Uh, Devontae Smith and... No, because Devontae Smith was... This is second year. Didn't, and I think he was the only one that really came out that was a receiver. 
Because they had that trio of Devontae Smith. Uh, who else was on that album? Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Oh, Devontae. And, uh, and who's, the, um, who's the third guy? Um, it's probably someone did he like come super out, though? obvious. I don't, yeah, but I don't think he came out with them. Oh, maybe he didn't. Or maybe, no, yeah. I think what happened is the two, did the two go? And then, no, Jalen Waddle didn't go. Because he was on the team with Jameson Williams, but he was injured, I think. Devontae Smith yep. and the other person. Was it Jerry Judy? Or is he older? Was it Jerry Judy? I think Jay, I think Jerry Judy's older. I, I think I'm it's Jerry Judy. Sure. Either way, I'm it's very rare sure. in general. Yeah. And this is potentially the first time it's ever happened. And also, because the NFL draft evaluators are bad, a lot of people wanted to like hate on them because they're not 6'5", they're not always over 200 pounds, they're a little slender, and they always worry about getting injured and things like that. It's like, at the end of the day... T.Y. Hilton. Devontae Smith. Like, Devontae Smith. The, being uh, a wide receiver the, in the NFL, uh, uh, Jamar, uh, J- Justin Jefferson's skin. Like, at this point, Desha- being... Deshaun Jackson. All um, of these people. Like, at this uh, point, da, 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 being who, a wide receiver in the, the NFL crown. is about... Um, uh, is, he's actually bigger, he's bigger than you think. He's, but he's not tall. No, he is. He ain't six feet? Yes, he is. Cooper Cup is not yes, six he feet. Is. Yes, he is. He that. does not look it, but he absolutely is. Hmm. Hold on. He's six two. I swear. He he absolutely is. Wow, he looks very little. He does. He's six two two oh eight. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I, it's like it's nuts. It's like I found out on one of my NFL podcasts because they were doing like um, all. Why does he look so small? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But he he's a he's a pretty big dude. But either way, they he's a lot bigger than I think. You yeah. were completely correct about that. Yeah, so <laughs> um, uh, they were trying to you know do that kind of stuff, and so they were lowered a little bit in the draft. Excellent. Not saying that either one of them is going to be Jamar Chase or, or, or Justin Jefferson and they're going to be a best wide receiver in the league and that kind of stuff, but they're going to be legitimate number one options for their team for a very long time, which is at minimum all you can ask for a first-round draft pick. Yeah. They're already a success. So that's it. That's my pit stop. I'm just very happy about that. And I think the same exact thing is going to happen next year, although it's only going to be one. It's going to be um, – Jackson Smith and Jigba, I think he is going to have a thousand yards as well. Um, and Ohio State wide receiver could potentially that truly win depends where offensive he rookie of the year. I mean, I don't know because both of them got drafted to terrible quarterback situations. Dude is catching passes from Zach Wilson and and and, and Mike White. The other dude is catching passes from Jameis and Andy Dalton I don't even, and I, I swear. T- Taysom Hill. Like, well, all right. Well, first of all, Andy Dalton. Is a solid QB. I think James only played two games. If we're being honest, I think he's been hurt all year. Okay. Um, yeah. So either way, like obviously, like it definitely depends a little bit. But if they can throw the ball, he gonna catch it. So yeah. if if you can get a thousand yards in New York with that, because my thing is, is like if 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 he gets if he gets drafted to like Tennessee, you think he getting a thousand yards? Is Tannehill playing? Yeah. Yes. Because they're they're only gonna nah. throw it to him. They're going to do what they did to no. A.J. Brown. He's not A.J. Brown, but they're going to do what they did to A.J. Brown. Throw it to him 10 times a game and then run to Derrick Henry every other time. I don't think so. 
I, I think, yeah. I mean, either way, I'm predicting that he will. An Ohio State player is going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year this year and potentially next year. Potentially, we'll see. The Offensive Rookie of the Year thing definitely depends on where he goes. But either way, it's going to be it's great. So that was my pit stop. I'm just happy for them that they're successful yeah. and that they're doing things that just don't typically happen. Uh, what is yours? My pit stop is that um, uh, NBA Christmas was was mid. It was very mid. Um, I re- I saw a lot of tweets saying that NBA Christmas is greater than uh, the, uh, NFL and Thanksgiving, and I want everybody to understand that both holidays, when it came to sports, were mid this year. So <laughs> the um the only there's two good Christmas games. The Knicks gave us a good Christmas game, so that's the problem there because it was the Knicks. And then the next game, uh, I guess the Warriors. Grizzlies game was okay, but it was a blowout, so that was kind of boring. And then I don't—you probably didn't catch it, but the Nuggets uh, Phoenix game was amazing. But that was it. Every other game was boring. I didn't watch any basketball. I don't even watch basketball. Actually, that's not true. I would watch basketball on Christmas, but I was at—I um, was busy, and we weren't sitting yeah. in front of the TV, so uh, I did not catch any of them. I heard that the Lakers game was good up until a certain point. Um, I, I heard that LeBron. No, listen, listen. The Lakers were the Lakers had a, a double digit lead at halftime, and, and they gave it. up fifty one points in the third quarter. Disgusting. That's just that is so that's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, I and it was a blowout. It was a it was a blowout ever since. Yeah, like, I don't they. Oh, that's crazy. Nah. <laughs> nah. All right, everyone, we're going to get out of here. Again, happy belated uh, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, Hanukkah, all of that kind of stuff. Next week, we may or may not have a show. It definitely will not be out on Monday. I would like to have some sort of show, but we may just not skip it next week and do it the week after and do a recap slash preview for the Nashville Championship. It just depends with people going back to work and the holidays, my vacation, and things like that. Uh, I cannot commit to a show. And LGHL, no one knows what we're doing because we don't know if Ohio State's playing next uh, after this. So uh, we are in flux. We don't know if we'll be in off-season mode or not. Obviously, with uh, this being a Big Ten show, we would still talk about the national championship, but ultimately this is an Ohio State fan site, so that kind of dictates our schedule a little bit and how things go. So be on the lookout. Uh, you will have one for the national championship for sure. Next week, may, there may or may not be one, but it will definitely not be on our original Monday. Um, as always, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Hope you enjoy the holiday with your family, uh, and hopefully we get a good end to the season.